Hi, everyone. You're listening to Golden's Guide to Divorce, and I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host. We're here in the fabulous Pronk Studios where we chat about all things mature women want or maybe need to know about divorce, including finding and receiving support, hearing from experts, tips on how to develop your personal toolbox, and ways to move you forward to your best life. So join us now for the Golden's Guide to Divorce with me, Deborah Hawkins. I'm here, everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Golden's Guide to Divorce. I'm Deborah Hawkins and we're here in Pronk Studios. And as we've discussed before, I'm really committed to being transparent in my process and in my journey of going through a divorce. I wanted to show up for you today and tell you what's happened. Um, This might be a little bit bumpy because I'm being really super vulnerable here. So I hope that you will give me the luxury of um, if I stumble, if I need notes, uh, if there's some tears, I just ask that you be here with me. So I wanted to share with you an experience that happened three weeks ago where I was completely shocked and surprised by having a heart attack. Yes, that's right. You heard that right. I had a heart attack. Now, this episode is not about me giving you all the terrible details of that. The real reason I'm here is to share the insights that I've learned in the last three weeks. So I really wanted to share with you what that experience has shown me, and I feel sure that it's going to reveal more and more to me as time goes on. But like I said, I really wanted to share with you. I wanted you to know what's happening. I wanted to be transparent. Um, And there are a few really important insights that I want to go over today. And the first one is we're all challenged and struggling with so many things in our life. This show is about divorce and how to get through it. But what I'm realizing is, you know, it's divorce and. It's divorce and I had a heart attack. It's divorce and I found out I had skin skin cancer. It's divorce and you may be dealing with someone who has COVID, or you may be dealing with COVID. It's divorce and we're dealing with all of the conflict in the world. 
There may be things that you discover in this episode that helps you in other ways besides divorce, and I hope it does, because our stresses and challenges right now are many, and they're layered up. You know, it's really difficult to learn how to, it's hard enough to learn how to take care of ourselves, and then when something is added on top of it, it's really easy just to want to lay on the sofa and friggin' check out. But life goes on, you know, and we heal, our minds heal, our bodies heal. Um, and we learn. And for most of us, it's not that we we could, I guess, learn through the joyous things in our life. But it seems to me it's not really the joyous things in life that teach us the deepest heart lessons. And speaking of heart, um, I used that word in the beginning, heart attack, but I'm not going to use that anymore because I think what happened for me was actually a heart awakening. Which leads me to the next insight I want to share with you. And that is that healing can show up in so many different ways. You know, I found myself uh, every day, um, you know, I happen to use prayer. I know people use, uh, you know, different methods. Um, I found myself praying many times a day when I would think about my life married and the pain of not being in that situation anymore or you know, on a Friday night at home on my sofa with my dog, I would ask many times, God, heal my heart. Heal my heart. Well, healing never comes like you think it will. <laughs> and yeah, I can laugh too. I can cry. And I can laugh because this is life. It's messy. It's divorce. It's heart attacks. It's COVID. It's you name it. It's a mile long. It's life. And sometimes when we're asking for healing, it can come in really beautiful ways, really beautiful ways. And although mine ended up being more messy, I'm seeing the beauty in it now. I think in these times, we can call stages of our healing, healing crisis. It doesn't have to be physical. It can be emotional. It can be a lot of different things. Even the divorce itself can be a healing crisis. I mean, maybe that in itself is a wake-up call. For me, I was already in a wake-up call, and the heart awakening just took me deeper, 
just took me deeper in realizing how I want to show up in the world, how I really want to be here for you and for my friends and for my family. How grateful I am to all the doctors and nurses who were with me because I was in the hospital for the majority of the time alone, especially during the most critical parts. There's a lot that's going to come from this, and I know that I'm going to share even more about it. But I'm feeling like my call out to God or the universe or my higher self, however you term it, my call for healing my heart happened to come in that form. And I think I was asking maybe even my soul to show me something different, to show me a different perspective on my life. So be careful what you ask for, right? Well, I think um, I think now is a good time for a break, and um, I'm going to share with you um, some real tools for you to use. Tools that I've been using for a long time um, to help you get through this deep pain that we all seem to be in, a deep ache, a deep hurt, whether it's divorce or any other heart challenge. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This episode of The Golden's Guide to Divorce is proudly brought to you by Franny's Pharmacy of Greenville, a leading seed-to-shelf hemp and CBD brand. From tinctures to topicals and everything in between, Franny's Pharmacy Greenville is the most curated and thoughtfully stocked CBD dispensary in the Southeast. Whether you're shopping in-store or online, rest assured they only bring you the best of the best. Check out Greenville.com today and enjoy free shipping. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And you know we can't have an episode, even an episode like this, without the Golden Toolbox. So this is a special one today. Um, as you can see, I've got some candles lit, and I want to share with you the golden tool today is about practice. It's about our practice to connect with ourselves. Now, I've been doing a practice for 30 years or more, where each morning, um, depending on my time, you know, I'm a journaler. I like to read inspirational or spiritual books or information. Um, I like to listen to lovely music. Um, but there are many times um, there's, there's not a lot of time to connect. You know, there's children where there's things going on. We're rushing out the door. We slept too late. The dog threw up. I mean, you know, there's lots of times that we don't have that time for ourselves. But what I want to invite today for the tool is practice. 
I believe the reason I've been able to, again, move through this is that I have been able to draw on the practice that I have used for so many years that now it's become second nature. Why do a practice, you probably ask? You do it so that when you're, even if you take five minutes, you're more connected to you or to source or to God or whatever it is you believe. You're worth five minutes in the morning to connect before you head out into this chaotic, terrifying world. We can end up being more for the people we run into, the people we work with, our clients, our friends, our family, the person in the grocery store line. You know, the other morning, I was so glad that I had had plenty of time to get up and do my practice because shortly after that, I had someone call and they were very distressed and very anxious. And I had fed myself this morning, that morning. I had fed myself to the point where I had something to give someone else. And that's really the greatest gift we can give anybody right now is our time, our energy, our presence just witnessing their pain or their anxiety. It doesn't do anyone any good for us to add to their pot of fear or conflict. So the practice is, for me, it's like a, for me it's like a spiritual muscle I mean, that's, that's my term. That's the way I view it. And even though I was in the hospital that day and I was alone and I was having a heart attack and I was in the ER and there were people being brought in who were in critical condition, who, who were dying, who had COVID, I had a strength in me to at times even pray for the person beside me and to give me the strength that, okay, no matter what happened, I knew, connected to me, I was going to be okay. That's why we do the practice, and that's why it's called practice. We do it every day so that you, you, that spiritual muscle is strong. My heart might not, my physical heart might not have been strong, might not, <laughs> might not have been strong that day, but my spiritual muscle was strong that day. And I believe it made a difference. I was able to notice the angels that ministered to me the doctors and nurses that would come by and 
knew that I was alone and would hold my hand because my son couldn't be there and no one could be there. So in the midst of all that, there was still gratitude. Why? Because of the practice. Gratitude changes everything, even in the middle of a heart attack, believe it or not. Not that I want any of you to have to experience it. Not that, not that, not that a heart attack needs to happen to anyone to wake up. But I'm just inviting that this tool of connecting with yourself in the morning in whatever way feels peaceful and helps you feel less anxious is going to add so much more to your day. Just like I wouldn't go out the door in the morning without a shower and brushing my teeth, I'm not going to go out the door doing my spiritual practice. And you don't have to call it spiritual. I know. Just call it your practice. Call it whatever. Call it Joe. But it's the importance of connecting with yourself. It doesn't have to be long. I invite people who might not have a practice to start with five minutes because sometimes it's really hard to sit quietly because our mind races and we're not used to it. But just like you don't sit down at a piano, having never played it, never touched the keys, and know how to play a beautiful song, it's the same with the practice. But eventually, one day, day after day after day, being willing to give that kindness, that gentleness to yourself for five minutes in the morning, it's going to pay off. I promise you it's going to pay off. So whether in the morning you sit and pet your dog and think of a peaceful day, or whether you sit with your coffee and you light a candle, it's going to make a difference in your day and a lot of other people's day. I really invite you to try it. And I think what I'd like to do is even record a guided meditation, a five-minute guided meditation, which is just about breathing, centering yourself, to give yourself that time in the morning. God, y'all, we deserve it. The days are so filled with so many fires to put out, so many challenges, so much trauma right now. You're worth that five minutes. And this just came to me. I really didn't have this planned, but I have led guided meditations before, and it's nothing more than a, I, I can walk you through the five minutes of sitting quietly, of breathing, a very simple breathing exercise, just to connect to the breath, calming you down, relieving the anxiety, because I really feel like 
when you go out into the world in the morning and you go to work or you go take care of family or you go see your friends, the idea that you are connected and grounded, you're going to feel it and other people are going to feel it. So I hope you try. I hope you'll try it. And feel free to send questions in. I'd love to answer any questions you have about it. If you don't have a practice, um, it can be walking in your backyard. You know, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be complicated. That's why I have simple candles. You don't have to have an expensive candle. I've got little votives that, you know, I've purchased at the grocery store that are $1.99. You know, I've got, you know, these little um, glass votives that I got at the grocery store that are a little more. This doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be out of the ordinary. It can be really ordinary. But the importance is you connecting to you because I believe with my beautiful heart that my heart opening came and continues to give me wisdom and information about me that I want to share with you. It came because of the practice. So I hope you'll take it to heart. I will put a um, five-minute meditation um, in the notes below if you'd like to try it. And um, we'll be back in a minute with my final thoughts. Have you tried CBD? If you haven't experienced the healing benefits of hemp and CBD, please call Franny's Pharmacy's Bud Tenders at 864-349-1018. They are your CBD experts and can recommend which products will serve your needs. So give them a ring today because Deborah knows you deserve to feel better. Franny'sPharmacyGreenville.com. Welcome back, everyone. So final thoughts for this special episode. Um, as we're looking at our daily challenges and, you know, dealing with divorce and dealing with all these things that we've been talking about, um, another thing that I want you to consider um, is forgiveness. And I know it's hard to think about sometimes when we're in the, in the process. Um, it's hard to imagine the stage of the game, trying to forgive when people have hurt us so deeply and wounded us to our core. Um, and please, I'm not saying here that it's, you can just snap your fingers and forgive. Or that's an it's an overnight thing, or you can do your practice and then it's all the pain's gone. I'm not I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that as we're all dealing with these challenges, um, it's kind of like you know we're all as we're going through a divorce, we're headed into new lives or different lives. And for me, I visualize it as we're at the bottom of the summit. And there's, there's another mountain to climb. There's lots for us to get through to get to the other side for a new life. 
And as any expert climber knows, you reach certain points and certain summits, and you have to unpack the bag. You're going to have to take some of the things out because this next climb won't allow you to carry the heaviness, so much heaviness. So there's always that reason for us to forgive. And I always think that forgiving is really a selfish act because the person I'm forgiving, they may know or not know, or they may continue to do what they've always done. Who knows? The forgiveness is for me. And the forgiveness is for you to unpack some of that so that you're not carrying around a heavy heart, a heavy mind. Too much hate in the body is toxic. And again, I'm not suggesting we can do it in a minute. I'm still in the process of forgiving, and I'm sure I will be for a long time. But as long as we're conscious and aware of it, there's an end goal, and we can see it, and it'll come. And our path will be lighter, and our bodies will be lighter, and our minds will be lighter. And yeah, forgiveness takes as long as it takes. It's different for everyone. I'm just wanting you to think about that today. Because after my heart opening, it became really clear that that's going to be front and center for me. The forgiveness is going to be included in my practice. Not for anybody else, but for me. Now, it's probably going to help the other person if I'm not sending out crappy energy (laughs) to them every day. But in the end... It's really lightening my load. One more thing I want to say about um, forgiveness is something that we don't always think about, and that's like self-forgiveness. And this is something that I've really had to work on. It's about forgiving me and forgiving my body. I never expected my body to fail me like that. And so self-forgiveness is a big thing. It's part of that self-love and gentleness that we talk about. And it's hard to do. It's hard to forgive others, and it's hard to forgive ourselves. And so if you're dealing with something like that, if you're dealing with a sickness, an illness, an added stress to your plate, forgive yourself. You're doing the best you can in these circumstances. You're doing the best you can. Lives are not about perfection, and aren't we learning that? Didn't, aren't we learning that in 
2020 and 2021. It's about showing up every day, doing the best we can for others, but especially for ourselves. You know, I keep thinking of the idea that with the practice, if we chip away sometimes the self-hatred we have for ourselves or this, the disappointment we have for ourselves every day, chipping away with even five minutes, eventually we're going to get to the light inside, which is really all we are. We're all lights on this earth. And I think the majority of us want to be a light for each other. I certainly do. And I'm really, really grateful that you're here with me, that you're on this journey with me, because when I look out like this, I do feel like I'm not alone because I know there are thousands of you going through similar circumstances. And so today, I'm lighting a candle for you. Because we all need more light in our lives. I hope this was helpful today. It's certainly been from my sweetheart, which that's what I call her now, sweetheart. And why do we do all this? Why do we light the candles? Why do we do the practice? Why do we do the tools? Why do we talk about this? in all stages of divorce, well, it's because we're still here. So I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of The Golden Sky to Divorce. And if you at home happen to be going through one, do us both a favor. Stand up and declare, I am here. We'll see you next time. I am here.